It's time to present Scott Coupon to bring you another episode of Finance Your Movie with tips and strategies to help you get your money to tell your story. It's time! The Christmas special. The trigger that gets people to invest. Merry Christmas if you're listening to this today on December 25th, 2023. Uh, quick side note here, I was talking to one of my producing partners recently about this, and I would say an estimated 70 to 80%, and he agreed himself in his experience, um, of all of the money both of us have raised, either together or on individual projects over the years, has come during the holidays. And the main reason for that is whether it's Thanksgiving, Christmas, Hanukkah, New Year's, uh, you're out and about more, you might be going to parties, events, you're traveling. Uh, Organically, it's a time of the year when you bump into more people. Maybe you reach out to people on the phone. Um, You're connecting with people. And during that process, people will... It's kind of an organic thing. Hey, Scott, what's new with you? Good to see you this this New Year's or whatever. Um, and that's the perfect opportunity for you as a filmmaker to say, oh my God, I've got this amazing new project I'm going to start next year and I'd love to share it with you. So don't overlook the holidays as long as it's an organic meeting or connection. Um, but take advantage of that because that has been a, a very, very... Uh, popular time of the year to raise money. And by the way, uh, I'll give you a few footnotes at the end of this episode, uh, as I promised, because I'm right in the middle of raising money for one of my new projects right now as we speak. So anyway, jumping in, uh, the trigger that gets people to invest. Notice I said people and not companies. But by the way, I also want to remind you here, when you're raising money for your project, don't overlook small businesses or companies where you know somebody or have a connection. Uh, but for most of my movies over the years, I've had, I, I have had a few companies invest into narrative features and documentaries as long as the subject matter or the content aligned with their values and or in some cases, the person I knew uh, got the company to invest a small amount, 5K to 50K or, or a little bit more sometimes um, into a project. But, and the point here is movie investments are almost always about and start with the people and that personal connection. Now, my finance coach, you might have heard of him, JT Fox, he always says that business is all about relationship who you know, and most importantly, who knows you. And his, his advice he gave to me years ago, and I really, really have embraced this, is 70% of your time during your business day should be spent building and monetizing your relationships. Everything in business centers around relationships, especially movie investing. Uh, by the way, when I first met JT over 10 years ago, he was worth less than $25 million. Now he and all of his different companies, including some movie projects he's investing in, 
It's one of his uh, businesses. Um, he's closing in on a billion dollars. He'll probably hit that in three or four years. So um, I always take advice from people who are getting the results that I want to get. So don't, don't ever forget that uh, general rule of thumb. You don't want to listen to idiots. Um, so let's talk about the trigger. Now, it is first and foremost the personal connection, as I mentioned. And if you're just out of film school and you've only done one or two micro-budget features and you haven't broken through yet, that's okay. People are often willing, especially with a small amount of their money, to take a small risk if there's a personal connection to you and if they believe that the other part, the other component, and that's that's the trigger that I'm going to get into right now, which is I believe it's equally, if not just as important as your personal connection, and as that is that your potential investors, they have to believe in your project and your team, your group of producers, the experience behind your project that's going to execute producing of the film. Now, I might I may sound like a broken record here. But first-time fundraisers, they do this all the time. They want to race off the reservation. They want to stray from the core principles of fundraising and go off and find some super rich multimillionaires that they've read about or they've heard about, but they don't even know. And 99% of the time, that does not work because people don't know who you are. And even if they did know you, but if they didn't know you very well, let's say they haven't really heard of you, um, they're very unlikely to risk their hard-earned money with a complete stranger. So it's your job and your producing partner's job. It always helps when you're reaching out to people in your circle, people you know, or people who at least know who you are. It always helps. And here's my main point here. If there's another person or person on your team, anyone who's listed in the business plan that's involved in the fundraising, or even if they're not, um, someone on the team has to basically have that experience if you're lacking it. So um, it all comes down to your team and the experience of all the team members in your business plan. So let's just say this is your first or second feature. You have no track record at all. And a potential investor asks you, what was the ROI of your last film? What was the ROI you gave back to investors? Or let me see your track record of other films that have been successfully distributed. Where can I see some of your films? Have you gotten fantastic movie critic and audience reviews that you can share? Now, if you have none of that, it's going to be really hard for you. And let's just say you're a couple years out of film school. You have one or two other film school alumni, you're, you've worked together really, really well before, you have this creative connection with your producing partner or partners, but you got a gaping hole you got to fill. You need to make sure you start with a killer, unique, sellable, and marketable project. First of all, you've heard me say this before, any filmmaker always agrees with me, you got to start with a great script or story. Otherwise, what's the point? But once you have that great script, that story, that documentary idea, you need a veteran team in place. You need one or two people with gray hair, meaning a decade or two or three decades of experience in the industry 
and successful results of success in the movie business. So here's the master plan. You start reaching out and sharing your killer business plan to people you know in your network or at least know who you are, and you make sure in your business plan you have that veteran team listed out that will give your potential investors absolute confidence. Now the good news is if you need a seasoned producing partner or a veteran talented director with a track record, if you're really serious and you have a detailed focused plan and you offer a little bit of money to get two or three of these people attached to your team or give something of value, why would they want to be attached? Once you have them part of your team, they're in your business plan, they can help you do um, three-way phone calls or Zoom calls with potential investors to answer all their questions. That's what moves the needle. Once you have this team in place, that completely solves your second component, that the, the trigger. That is the trigger. So you have an experienced veteran team with a track record. Now, let me give you a very specific example. I'm talking to a potential client right now. He's got an awesome project. I won't go into details with it. This, by the way, this is not my genre at all, uh, but there is a market for it. Um, and that's why I'm talking to this guy as a potential client. So I'm speaking with him, and he wants to do this true crime documentary that they plan on shopping um, as a finished standalone documentary or what they might do if they're shopping it is they might present a shorter alternative version as a pilot with hundreds of extra hours of footage with interviews and all this evidence they're collecting. Um, and, and that way they get two bites at the apple. Uh, they can sell it as a standalone documentary or more and more of these streaming uh, companies. They are looking for series, as you can see, if you watch a lot of TV. So two different options. Now, the first thing I suggested, if I were to come on board, is I will work getting a fellow PGA member attached to their project with true crime experience. That means real field production experience in this genre, possible connections with distribution outlets, and most importantly, um, that would basically um, mean a producer or someone who's worked on a true crime project or project who has successfully distributed them and made money from them. By the way, uh, the team is pretty solid that I'm talking to. They have a lead producer director. He went to film school. He has about 20 years of production experience in various capacities, including one or two feature projects. Uh, they have two legal investigators slash detectives who have been deeply involved in the research of this case. And it's really, really, even though it's gruesome, it is fascinating, uh, the project. And um, basically, that's what I'm trying to do. So I'm trying to kind of build out their team so that um, it makes sense that they can go out there and raise the money. And that's, that's I'm telling them, just like I'm telling you, that is the trigger, is the overall team of their personnel, their, um, all the people involved with the project. And as I pointed out to my potential client, we are going to fill that hole that they have with one or two 
true crime experienced producers, either as a co-producer, an advisor, a creative consultant, a technical advisor, whatever, but that hill need, that that hole needs to be filled. Now, along this lines, and I'm going to give another kind of uh, example that should be very, very clear. And I have no idea why so many filmmakers miss these gaping holes in this in their business plan, which is their team, which, like I said, is the trigger. If you have a great team with with really good success under their belt and a track record, that can be the trigger that gets potential investors to write a check. So um, if you don't have this, um, that's why 95% of all indie filmmakers never get their funding. Now, let me give you a great example, which you'll, you'll definitely resonate with. Let's just say you live in a small town and you want to open up a restaurant and you're looking to raise half a million dollars to start this restaurant in your hometown because you've noticed and you've heard a lot of your neighbors, a lot of people in your circle bitch and moan. They're complaining that there's no Mexican restaurants in this town or this area. Now, logically, if you can bring in a great Mexican restaurant with the food that this local community has been deprived of and there's no other options, it could definitely be successful. Now, even if you started reaching out to people in your local community that you know, who know you, so you're not going to complete strangers at first, if your business plan was not really solid, and let's just say you had a couple other partners with you, but you didn't have at least one or two other partners with decades of successful restaurant experience and hopefully some success getting those people um, on board, you're screwed. I mean, you're literally screwed. It's, it's, and, and I see this all the time with indie filmmakers. Uh, they, they do this pitch deck and like, this is our tone and these are the actors we want and this is the, this is the story. But they're missing the team that's going to execute that. Um, so anyway, um, the reason I brought up that restaurant example, um, I think it's a very similar type of example because the restaurant industry, just like nightclubs, those type of investments are pretty risky. Um, you know, restaurants are hit and missed. Nightclubs are hit and missed all the time too. Um, and indie film is the same way. There's definitely a risk. And you don't want to be one of the indie filmmakers that doesn't have all of your ducks in a row with a veteran team in place for two reasons. Number one, you probably won't raise the money to allow you to shoot the film. And number two, and this would be the gravest possibility at all, if you don't execute all the way through to make a great film, get distribution, at least get some money back, hopefully put, put the, uh, your investors in profit mode, um, that that's a travesty in itself. So let me give you a very specific example about the film that I'm currently fundraising right now. Um, myself and my partner, Howard, as I mentioned, we're getting uh, at least a dozen business plans out each of us every week. So it's a numbers game. And the past few weeks we've been getting usually about one new investor coming on board to write a check every week, um, sometimes two. Uh, but this was this is kind of an interesting email I got, and this is from a friend of mine, uh, along with uh, another check he's sending in or his girlfriend is sending in. So 
my friend Scott came on board a week or two ago, and then he just wrote this email confirming that his girlfriend is now coming in for a small investment. Hi, Scott. We are humbled and grateful to be invited by a 30-plus year veteran in the film industry to invest in the blank blank. I can't tell anyone the name of our film yet. Scott continues here. I look forward to seeing you later this month. Cheers, signed Scott. I won't give the last name of my friend Scott. Here's the point, and this is a big, big mindset thing. When I talk to other uh, filmmakers who are struggling to raise money for their film, you need to have this trigger that I'm talking about. You need to have just an incredible team, whether it's your director or producer, at least two or three people of your team need to have years and years of experience. Um, And as I mentioned on one of my earlier podcasts, when I was first starting out in 1998, we did our uh, million dollar, my first independent narrative film, just over a million dollar budget. I didn't have that experience. The director didn't have that experience. My co-producer didn't have that experience, but we brought in um, a uh, very, very experienced uh, producer, a guy named Tracy, who was in our local area, and that was the trigger that helped us get round out our business plan, so to speak. Um, and when you see these emails come in, when people come on board uh, this latest project we're doing, they are thanking us. They're grateful to be included because at the end of the day, we're only going to end up probably with somewhere between 50 and 20 investors unless the next investor happens to come in for half the budget. Um, and this mentality, you have to be so confident and so excited and so passionate with your team that you there's really no option for failure. There's no option you're not going to finish raising the money. There's no option. Uh, we might not get distribution. We might not make money. You can't even think that way. And when I listen to other filmmakers say, yeah, I just uh, I don't know that many rich people out there. And yeah, I haven't come across people that would want to take a big risk on my film. And if you get in that mindset that you're not confident yourself about how successful your movie is going to be obviously there are things beyond your control you obviously cannot guarantee that your independent film is going to double or triple its uh, money Um, but that's that's the world we live in there are hundreds and hundreds of people or thousands Um, i know because there are thousands of films that get made every year so there are literally thousands tens of thousands of potential investors out there looking to do something else with their money than put it in a really, really crappy bond market right now or an uncertain stock market right now. And as I tell all of my potential investors, the movie business is the only business I know of for over a hundred years that's been recession proof. So it doesn't really matter how great or how bad the economy gets, what's going to happen in the next year. We're in this big presidential election cycle. It doesn't matter. People are always going to watch movies, and there's more platforms than ever, ever, ever before 
for indie filmmakers, including all these new, exciting AVOD platforms, the advertised video-on-demand platforms like Tubi and Plex and Amazon Freebie. We didn't have those 10 years ago, so there's never been a better time to be an indie filmmaker. And if you have that attitude about your project, there's never been a better time to get your next potential investor. I'm going to dive much, much deeper into mindset in one of my next episodes. In the meantime, I hope you and your family or loved ones have a very Merry Christmas. Thanks for listening. And remember, it's time! There's never been a better time to make your own indie film. And if you have a dream project you're excited about and 100% committed to getting it funded, go to financeyourmovie.com and click on the green telephone button. You'll see our calendar, and if you find an open spot, grab it. You'll get a one-on-one call with me or one of my partners. It will be the best hour you've ever spent getting clarity and strategy towards financing your movie. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week.